We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among are just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Um, if you are new, let me do a, a, a few quick housekeeping things because you may have not have seen this before, don't know how to use the app yet. But um, if you want to request a mic, I believe is right next to the, thumb, the thumbs up emoji. And if you want to use an emoji, you hold it down. You can scroll it to the to the left, and I just dropped a hundred. That's how you do that. So if you want to request to speak, that's how that goes. It's only two of you. I might have to repeat that again. But tonight we're talking about Don. There we go. I see a rocket. Um, Donald Trump. Um, you know, suing Hillary Clinton and some others. So I want to see if um. Tell, I'm inviting Tell, can't mic right now. I will try when I can. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And I just sent it to you. Now I know. Okay, so I'm going to send it to Flamethrower. So we were just discussing this in uh, Twitter Spaces, and we're talking about, well, this is pretty interesting. And I put up some documents here. The one thing is, I guess, a connaissance uh, with Spaces. You can't really put anything in a nest. But there is a thing over here on the right. So if you go here, you see a little face emoji, and then you click on the live chat, like Tell did. You can type up what you want to talk about there. So if you don't want to talk and you just want to, like, you know, type up something, you can do that. But we're talking about it, and I just said the timing is very interesting. You know, when all the DOJ stuff came out, and then, you know, with the war going on in Russia and Ukraine, you know, Hillary Clinton, Biden, their connections to Ukraine. I think it's all very interesting in this, uh, this timing for that. Robert, did you want to add anything to that before we uh, start talking about some of the documentation that we had posted before? I want to do this. While Robert's talking, I want to see if I can add this to the live chat and you're able to click on it or copy and paste it to look up what I'm talking about. So, uh, Robert. Quite frankly, I'm just learning about this because I haven't been following Trump or Clinton for a long time. Uh, Trump, I, I'm kind of disaffected from when Trump was pro promoting the vaccine. So I, I don't know. 
he's kind of he's kind of iffy to me and plus the fact that after looking into lobbying i'm starting to see that eventually he did accept some lobbying money it's like i don't know i I figure Washington is always it's always going to be a vote between a giant douche and a turd sandwich, but you know, I'd like to at least know who I. You know, because he, you know, it's funny because at the end of his administration. I mean, there were some bills that were put in place where he was going to, um, there was laws against lobbying. And then before um, he left the White House, that's one of the things he went back and changed. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, Actually. So when Trump, okay, so when Trump was about to leave the White House, there were some things he had, executive orders he put in place. And the, the lobbying one, I would look it up, you guys. Um, he removed it. And I was like, well, why would he do that? And so I was like, well, he's going to run again. Well, my whole thing is if you're against lobbying, then why is it okay if it's beneficial for you, but you just said that there shouldn't be lobbying. So that was, that was strange to me, but yeah. So he actually had some executive order against lobbying, but then he's leaving the White House. I guess that changed. Where is my document? Oh, here it is. Okay. So I'm copying this document because a few times I'm going to reference it if you want to read it or if you're able to pull it out, you can. So I gave you guys the link um, here. Flamethrower, if you can, are you able, is there like a hybrid link where it turns blue or, do, or are you able to copy and paste it? Because I'm trying to copy and paste it and it's not working. Um, I'm not seeing a link here. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, it just showed up. HTTPS slash T dot co dot whatever. So, mm -hmm. yep, it showed up. Let me check. Can you click it for copy and yes. paste it? Yes, you can. Oh, cool. My end is not showing that. <laughs> Good. So, yeah. you guys, to read all that documentation about what's going on, so people were talking more so about uh, a, defamation, a, a defamation suit. Um, this is he's going in with Rico. He's going with uh, racketeering. That's what he's he's. That's what they're going after. That's what they're going with. So um, definitely read these documentations. And if you're um, somebody with you know that speaks on things, um, you have shows on spaces or here, you should definitely read it and then go over it. Because I'm going to do this again. But I'll do it in more depth after I read the entire uh, documentation. Um, so let me say hi to some of the listeners. I've, hey, Corey, how are you? Good to see you. I don't think I've seen you here yet. So um, welcome. And I hope you enjoy yourself. Hey, Philip, welcome. Uh, this is, if you want to grab a mic, you just most certainly can. Philip is running for president of 2024. Come back next Wednesday at 7.30, same time. And then you guys can ask him questions and everything from there. But let me add um, Bali real quick. He requested. You there? <laughs> No. 
Do you sound like a robot? Oh, it's me, Ready? Because you had issues last time. No, it wasn't my mic, remember? I don't hear you. Flamethrower, can you hear um, Robert, <laughs> can you hear him? I can't. Um, first it sounded like something was rubbing up against the mic, and then now it sounds like he's like uh, 20 miles. Gotcha. So, what I want to do is, I think be kind of fun. Can you hear me? Because it wasn't fun when it was happening. So, I want to play some of the accusations and how they discuss these things uh, when it came to this whole ordeal. So, some of these things I haven't quite listened to yet, so it may sound weird. I might cut it off real quick, but I'm trying to find the ones where they were basically saying, yes, he colluded with Russia and how they were talking. Okay? So, I'm going to um, remove B from the queue for a moment until we can figure out what his mic situation is. But let me uh, make sure it's not out of here first because that can be annoying. I'm quite sure I don't want to hear that. And they're not paying me for it. So give me one second, you guys. But while I'm doing that, I'm going to mute my mic. And uh, Robert, do you want to add anything while I'm. I say we buy free condenser mics for everyone. Okay, never mind. That won't. That's too expensive. In the mic, I was confused. I'm like, what? Oh, I'm sorry. A condenser. I'm sorry. A condenser mic is a high-end studio. Oh, well, you know, you can go to um, notpoliticalproperty.com. There is a donation section there. There's donation sections um, on my Twitter account for from Twitter. And then you know what? You may give me a mic, but it's not going to be for this necessarily. But I'm also going to be doing um, visual stuff later too. But yeah, you know, we got to have better technology. So let me see. So Ice Judge said, yeah, heard you now. Oh, laughing. Okay, good one, Ice. Make America douche again, douche the swamp. <laughs> make America douche again, douche the swamp. You better make that a tweet. And then send it to me, um, Ice Judge, or tag me or something in it. Because that's good. I'll repost it. That's a good one. Let me screenshot that. Am I able to do that? That's that's good. If you don't want to, I'm just going to screenshot it and your name's going to be on there. So I'm going I'm to play something for y'all. Let me see first if there's a commercial because I'm still talking. One moment. When you like, you go search for a video and then the video is like hidden behind all the ads and then you're like wait where's the video i, I clicked on the video doesn't that ever bother you it bothers me it's frustrating and i don't want to put ads on my website by the way so that it doesn't distract you from what i'm trying to do so let's see here this one's supposed to come out the Mueller report finds no collusion between trump and uh, russia so that okay so we'll get back to that one We'll get back to that, actually, um, because they were basically saying, oh, well, Mueller didn't do enough. Maybe um, Trump worked with him or something. And so they couldn't find anything. And they spent uh, millions of Americans' dollars for this uh, fake investigation. And this is a thing that like you are abusing your power. 
you know, oh, I'm in this stance here and this is my minority or I have this stance here in the, the government. And since I don't like the fact that you won, I'm going to accuse you of something that's not true. And and then I guess get away with it. Nobody should get away with this. I, I mean, honestly, like lying on people, deceiving a group, all of that is is, is terrible. But let me see, because I have to change the date because now it's only showing stuff, you know, from recently of him suing her. So let me go ahead to my time frame. Okay. Um, let me put, let me put, uh, oh, I will you know, be kind of nice if I can just do 2016 and, and then just go from there. You don't have to put any regular dates on there. Let's see, guys. I appreciate your patience, by the way. Like I said, this is a little newer and this is fun. I think we should definitely have um, these conversations more, you know, regarding our government. Because some people are going to be like, oh, well, corruption's bad. And then they wanted a reason to hate him. But this, if, if this is what it turned out to be, then what is your other reason for hating this person? Um, okay, so Mueller is close to answering the Russia collusion question. We'll get to that because this is all over the news um like as if it was true and they all had evidence but when they had the hearings and everything they didn't present any evidence and people chose to impeach him in the house because this was a political tool they used to hurt someone which is not supposed to be used as a tool it's supposed to be used to get rid of uh corrupt politicians and here we go again where i go to a page where it tells me there's a video of someone talking and there's a bunch of ads, and there's no videos, and there's pictures, and it's annoying. Let me see. And by the way, that's mainstream media pages that um, are fooling people on these things. Flamethrower, while I'm still trying to... Oh, here we go. Y'all like Rachel? This is YouTube, so it's going to be a video. But it's a long one. We'll play part of it. Rachel, we know who Rachel is. We don't like her. Um, she told us that if you take the vaccine, that when you start one second, dismiss. If you take you take the vaccine, you won't catch COVID. The same people are telling you that this war. The same people told you about the Mueller report, collusion in Russia, all that stuff. So let's just play a little bit of it. But like, they were really nasty, nasty about it. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Uh, this one is a, a big one. It is fully staffed. It has a lot of different directorates. There is, for example, a whole division of cultural affairs. They've got multiple military attaches. They've got a Navy attache, an Air Force attache. They've got a drug enforcement attache. They've got a law enforcement attache. Uh, they've got the people who run consular affairs, which is like, you know, folks getting visas and stuff. There's even, in this embassy, there's even an attache specifically for fish. The fisheries attaché uh, is named uh, Mr. Oleg Vladimirovich Rikov. So if you are a, a Russian fish <laughs> with a problem that needs fixing by your government, Oleg is your man in D.C., the fish minister. Um, but if your issue is economic in nature, you should know that this embassy, which is the Russian embassy in D.C., the economic section of the Russian embassy, recently got a new guy put in charge of the economic section. And the new guy at the economic section... One second. So she's going to bash Russia for a bit. Um, so 
I want you to think about the consequences America could pay to if Trump does win, that we have a, a major political party in our country accusing another country of doing something that they didn't do. And then in this war with Ukraine right now, and then, you know, America has been provoking it. What's the consequences we ha- we may have to pay as a uh, country? Because, I mean, not only they, would they have uh, defamed uh, Trump, they would have defamed um, the country of Russia, Putin. So we had to think about those kind of things, too, because it's not just here on this planet, you know, something, not planet, this country. But we just think about, like, what we have to deal with on a regular basis here in America, what's in our face right now. But this stuff tying up um, Russia and it's a lie, that's an issue. But also, too, with Ukraine, with, with uh, Trump and everyone talking about what Ukraine's business was, that's turning out to be true. So when you look at the Russia stuff, that was a lie. The Ukraine stuff is true. And it doesn't matter what side of the spectrum you're on. If you have any kind of integrity, regardless if you like a candidate or not, those things have to be brought to light and discussed. And it's crazy because Russia and Ukraine are going to a, through a war right now. So it's like Russia versus through Ukraine. Russia was accused of something here in America that wasn't true. Ukraine has been accused of something here in America, but it was true. And who does that benefit and why? Okay. So let me make sure I, uh, sorry, I'm not looking at if there's any requests or not. Hey, Tell, thank you for uh, dropping that. And for me, it does not. I will try to figure out how to get this um, information you gave, Bob. I'm ready to speak. Oh, are you, Bob? Did you? Re- okay, let me see. Did you request? Um, bam, 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 bam. Let me go back to my session because I don't see a Bob. Oh, there you are, Bob. Let me uh, bring you back up, and I'll mute my mic. So make you the next caller. I'll mute your mic. Yeah, no. What what you're saying regarding uh, this uh, hoax, Russia hoax? I think, look, what what Trump is doing is okay, but I believe that the only way to make a difference will be when they start bringing criminal charges of treason to people like Hillary Clinton and people in the Democrats. Something much more serious at a, think, at a at a caliber where they could set a precedent that if you do this in the future, it's automatic capital punishment, instant treason against any presidential candidate that you're attempting to sabotage democracy. This is the real sabotage of democracy. The very verbiage, the very wording that the Democrat likes to throw at the Republicans, like regarding January 6th, we had nothing to do with sabotaging democracy. And Larry Elder said it very clear. If it would have been an insurrection, sabotaging democracy, why is, why is Biden president? That's a good question, right? So that's what I would tell people, that things have to change. Laws have to be put. And I don't mean executive order. I mean at the congressional level where we have to go after them. Just like they went after Trump, we should be going after them because they are truly the enemy of the country, the enemy of the state, and they should pay a high price. I'm not trying to defend to Russia when I say this, but when you accuse a country of colluding in something and there's no proof of it, 
you are starting a possible war and and to make some kind of enemy with that country it is not right it should be castigated again last time that we talked i advocated for a french revolution american style i believe the time is now and i believe the, the constitution said it when uh, the blood so of tyrants and uh, patriots is, 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 uh, is, uh, is given, right, is shed, that refreshes the spirit of patriotism of the Constitution. And I think we're in a vital point in time that we either make it and we threaten them that way and we're ready to bring up arms or we're going to continue the same, the same problem, just turning a blind eye, like corruption, like whatever, and they're going to get away with murder. They love, you see, the Democrats are expert at this. They love to do that. They get away with it. And we've been allowing it for too long. And for those rhinos, Republican, because there is traitors of the nation within the Republican uh, ranks, they need to also be brought to account. That's all I wanted to say. Can y'all drop an emoji so I can know that you can hear me? Please. Okay, so he kept talking. Okay. Um, B, I'll bring you up again, but if I ask you to hold on a second, please do that because the topic is um, discussing the, the the case that Trump has against Hillary Clinton. We can we have another space after this one. We can discuss what you're talking about to a certain extent. I want to stay on topic. Um, these spa- these are not going to be like sometimes spaces can last two hours, three hours. This is quick. It's a it's a show. You know, and I want to be able to bring people up, but like if I ask you to hold on a second, please do that in the future. Um, I want to go ahead and uh play these um the stuff that they were saying. And I got a spot for you guys with the Rachel show. So give me one second while I play it. Disposable and potentially being exposed for his role in the Russian operation against our presidential election. Okay, now that that reference to the pension ruse reported previously, that's a reference to the alleged means by which the Russian government paid for this operation. Right? That did actually have to pay for it, right? It's about the way they got cashed. Let me pause that. So when I said be weary of what can happen with Russia, you just hear this woman on national news just say that Russia paid for this collusion? She's accused them of racketeering, the RICO Act, the bit what they're going after Hillary with. She accused Russia of that on her show, and they ran with this lie. That's very dangerous. So if Putin is the, the dictator and the murder, crime, um, you know, warmonger that he is, I would think he would have already did something to us, or he could do something to us because of something like this. That's why we have to be so cautious of our media and how they paint us because they're representing us across the world as something that we're not. When they go into these wars and then they go after these little, the 40 countries across the nation, they've done these things that they're looking at the American people. We're waving the flags. They're going, they're talking about us. They're representing us. That's so scary. Let me continue. to pay hackers and other operatives to do the grunt labor of this Russian election attack. I mean, what we know of the Russian attack on our election, Russian efforts to try to elect Donald Trump president, it did not seem to be a super labor-intensive process. It wasn't like an industrial process. But you do need people to do the work. You do need, for example, people building and running the online bots and repeaters, right, that were 
you know, giving ginned up fake viral status to negative news and about Hillary Clinton and and positive news about Donald Trump, right? So, and then check this out. So those bots she was talking about, she was saying, oh, they're they're stacking up this information and they're gaining followers because they were sharing this information. They removed their accounts. What are they? Are they going to be held? Are they going to hold these people accountable for lying? They built a platform. They, a lot of these platforms had over a hundred thousand followers on them and lost them, and they were blatantly lied on. And they're being accused of working with Russia and repeating a narrative. All right, here we go. We're going to keep going a little more, but I know y'all get the gist. But I want to remind people this is recorded, so there's maybe someone on this platform who doesn't know this information but they need to hear it in order to have a fair assessment of what's going on if they have an independent mindset. So, I mean, you do actually have to involve some people and you probably do have to pay some folks. But the allegation here from the dossier was that this guy working in a very senior position at the Russian embassy, he was basically the paymaster for this operation. And the allegation from the dossier is that he was withdrawn from the embassy, withdrawn from the Russian embassy in Washington, sent back to Moscow on short notice because the Russians were worried that he was going to be exposed, right? that he was a risk. It seems like their idea, if this proves out, was that if there was ever going to be a real rush, a real investigation to what Russia did here, this guy in this you know high-ranking position at the embassy with this important role, sort of a centralized role in the scheme, he was just kind of too big a breadcrumb right, to leave out there for investigators. So they had to get him back to Moscow, get him out of Washington. So that part of the dossier was dated September 14th last year. And, you know, you have heard me say it, you have heard everybody say it. This is an uncorroborated dossier. It is a she... You can't see it right now, but she has some um, documents on, on here to try to validate what she's talking about. And people are like, oh, I can't see anything that this on the screen at all. It's very blurry. And there's some highlights. But since I see that this looks like she's trying to show me some evidence, that's not evidence. Okay. So with this video, you would think it's somebody who wants to present the truth and expose all the truth and show their resources. I'm going to put this, um, I'm not going to put this video in the nest because this is my laptop and I'm playing the audio. But I'm looking here in their little section where you can describe the video. There is no links to the documents you put on the screen. No links. But typically, when someone else is speaking the truth, and they have a video like this, they're going to have the links on here so you can go look up the research yourself, go do your own research and figure out if they're telling the truth or not, so you can find truth. How can you make these kind of accusations, but have the documents put in your video, not in the comment section where people can access it? That's extremely strange. Tell, thank you for uh, dropping some more things in the in the chat. Um, let's move on um, real quick. So, Robert, you heard what she was just saying. Do you remember uh, Rachel talking about this, all this stuff? Because this is actually like a video dedicated to. It's called "More Pieces of Donald Trump's Russia Dossier." Check it out, Rachel Maddow, MSNBC. Supposed to be a credible news platform. Talk about all this stuff. But you look at it on this video. Let me do this. Let me try to like copy and paste this and send it to myself in Twitter or something and then put it in the chat. You know what? Can I, I'm going to send it to Tell. 
and see if she can put it in there for me. But this video is 23 minutes long, and there's no links for the evidence. People don't do the extra stuff and extra work to see if they're being told the truth. So that's why they don't have the evidence there. So you can find out what the documents are that were blurry that you couldn't see. I'm sorry. Well, um, quite frankly, I haven't followed uh, followed Rachel Maddow for quite a while because thankful, thankfully, ever since uh, Trump got in, uh, the, pe the people that live in my house really haven't been watching the news as much as they used to because I used to hate when they would turn on MSNBC and and the like the racist people they have on there like Al Sharpton, Joy Reid and all these all these other white hating pieces of shit I don't I don't watch MSNBC and CNN I mean Don Lemon and Brian Stelter I think they should just I think they should just get in the back room and hook up already because because <laughs> they're always on edge uh, you know so but but one thing I, I Donnie I tagged you on something on Twitter um, but but that the graphics in that game Fallout 3 are actually a pretty good representation of what could happen if we're not careful with Russia and and these accusations are very serious uh because and they are uh, they would be justification for war with russia you're absolutely right um and not only that but the u.s has confirmed that russia has hypersonic missiles that can fly right past our radar so norad would be helpless in that you're right about that and, you know like you basically just list it list a bunch of stuff that was treason if these people like were to push these lies and push that narrative and then we turned out not to be true you're gonna have killed an innocent person that the, the crimes you accuse them of is not what they actually did and so this that that kind of stuff lines up with treason so i'm play it a little bit more and if you guys want to speak, make sure you uh, throw up your phone. I'm going to talk about a few of the things after a little bit more of this that I found in the, the documentation um, for this case. But I honestly think, you know, what we've been through with all this stuff, if you were to support Donald Trump or be a conservative or white, a man, straight, any of those things, they, they've used these kind of things to attack you for being a bad person. And I think that a lot of you may have some kind of um, story on how you want to discuss it. Some families have been broken up because of these these lies. Um, you may have lost your job or you may not like your coworkers anymore because of these lies. It, it really divided the country. So I'm, I'm going to play some more of this and then we're going to get back into uh, some of the things in the, in the case that they were talking about. Like I said, this isn't just a, uh, I didn't see really, it was a call to defamation. I think people were talking about it as if it's only just a defamation kind of thing, but it says RICO. This is racketeering. These are serious allegations. And I don't think that Trump would do something um, for the most part unless he thinks he can win. And I think a lot of us understand and know that. So I'm gonna play a little more and then I'm gonna go over some of the, the docs um, in the case. I'm still gonna be researching them. We're gonna have this discussion again.
I can't talk and they called me again. That is, oh, you guys, I don't understand. But anywho, let's get to Rachel. Of unproven allegations, and some of those allegations are too lurid to make even veiled jokes about them on basic cable. But you know what? Not all of it is just lurid stuff of a personal nature. This guy from the embassy, Mikhail Kalugin, he really did get called home from the Russian embassy in D.C. in August. And now he really is back in Moscow. McClatchy has had some really good reporters on this beat in recent weeks. They found this embassy guy in Moscow. So she's using an actual name, too. If that's not true, this person maybe brought up, you know, I should probably like search, not tonight, but try to figure out how to spell his name. <laughs> And like, you know, like look at the video, pause it, and then type with the name and put it in the search and documentation and see if his name pops up. Because all these accusations for all these years, they pinpoint certain people and accuse certain people of things. All right, I'll get back to what she was saying. They got him to do sort of an angry short email interview with them. He denied everything. He called it all fake news. But look. Two people with knowledge of a multi-agency U.S. investigation into the Kremlin's meddling in the presidential election have told us that, indeed, Mikhail Kalugin was under scrutiny when he departed. So, you know, honestly, none of us really know, sort of holistically, what to think about this dossier. But here's one concrete, checkable part of it. This guy really did work as a senior diplomat in the Russian embassy in D.C., and he really did get summoned back to Moscow while nobody expected him to, reportedly while U.S. investigators were examining his potential role in this scheme by the Russian government to mess up our election. That's in the dossier. That seems to have happened in real life. At least the checkable parts of it have. He had served in the embassy, apparently, for six years, but then yank. And, and of course, you know, he denies having any role in this scheme. All the Russians deny that there even was such a scheme. And it's possible that he was yanked this past summer just as a part of a normal rotation. It was time for him to go. It's also possible that the Russians felt like they needed to get him out. And think about their reasoning behind that, right? Because he was a senior diplomat at their embassy. They didn't have to worry about any criminal liability for him, right? He would have diplomatic immunity. He's a senior diplomat serving in the embassy, no matter what the U.S. So they basically, if you don't do your own research and you depend on the news to tell you what is true and what's not true, then you're going to believe that this was true. And this wasn't just this, this station. It was all of them besides, I guess, it depends on what part, who was talking that day on Fox. So that's dangerous. And then the Russians like, I don't know what you're talking about. It didn't happen. We, we, this is going on. We don't know what's going on. And then now, the guys, that's, I don't know. That's for me, that's, that's you don't, we want somebody with foreign policy that's sort of lying over, lying on a whole country on something. And you can hurt your country by, by doing that. Um. Flamethrower, did you want to add anything else before I get to uh, Trump discuss? Yes, I think that's a very serious accusation to talk about a foreign national. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Russians become extremely hostile to America. I mean, Biden's already done plenty to destroy our reputation overseas. I'd be afraid to travel to any other country right now because of how much they, other countries hate NATO. Because if you follow 
if you follow your European news, most European countries they're not they're not sanctioning Russia. That it's just the ones that are loyal to NATO that are doing it. But everyone else, like India's not, China's not, you know. So quite frankly, we need to be very careful throwing accusations around with Russians. And I think the that there's a legitimate phobia of all Russians right now. Like I've mentioned a few cases where Russian Americans are being and Russian Canadians are being discriminated against. And it's it's just it this is this is his Um, so this one is going to talk about Trump denies, you know, that, um, he's fallen under the Kremlin influence. And it's crazy because we, the American politicians are under the, um, Islam influence. You're under the NATO influence. The UN is never really under the influence of the American people, but he's being accused of being influenced by Russia. And he's, you know, just talking to reporters, you know, as he's leaving the, the flight or heading toward a flight. So hold on. I just don't know anything about it. I read it this morning. Uh, it's a lot of fake news. That was a very good meeting. It was actually a very successful meeting. And I have those meetings with everything. I just know nothing about it. It was a very, very successful meeting. We talked about Israel. We talked about uh, the pipeline that Germany is paying Russia a lot of money. I don't think it's appropriate. We talked about that. We talked about many subjects. But I have those meetings one-on-one -on -one with all leaders, including the president of China, including uh, Prime Minister of Japan, Abe. We have those meetings all the time. No big deal. I never worked for Russia. And you know that answer better than anybody. I never worked for Russia. Not only did I never work for Russia, I think it's a disgrace that you even asked that question because it's a whole big fat hoax. It's just a hoax. Isn't it crazy that you have to like defend yourself saying as an American citizen, like I never worked for Russia. I think he pretty much answered right there. He said, I've never worked for Russia. And, and the thing is, like, they demonize him for talking to world leaders. He's a president of the United States. He's going to talk to them. But we have, why don't we not demonize uh, a Joseph Biden? Or, or why don't we not demonize Lindsey Graham and um, McCain or Amy for going over there as senators talking about helping them go against Russia? Why is that not a conversation? Why is that not being demonized? Because they're lying to us. It has to paint a narrative for us to go along with whatever they want us to think or feel or believe. So we have about mm, 15 minutes left. If you all want to hop up and you want to say anything on this besides just me and Robert, please go ahead and request now. Make sure we do stay on subject because it's a, a podcast. Yeah, sometimes we can freestyle and, you know, kind of go off subject a little bit on spaces. But here I want to make sure that when people are listening to this, we're staying on topic. Because that's what they came here to listen to this podcast for. Um, Janet says, I want to see <laughs> um, Hilda Beast get what is coming to her. Tell has been over here dropping you guys dimes and um, dropping you guys some sources to take a look at. 
Thank you for sharing what I sent you. Video that I shared. And Jenny said, me too. Darn, Jenny, I'm not for sure what you said. Nine, well, I was talking about nine minutes ago. And then um, uh, vote for Drake. Um, Drake, uh, I'm sorry, Philip is running for president of the United States. He did want to point out something that one of the other speakers did say. Uh, they were talking about preserving the democracy. He's absolutely right. He says, we are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. Definition is the similar but not the same. Um, hey, Donnie, I'll chime in after I get done cooking for James. You're always cooking for James. Just a good dad. But I'm going to hop off here in a second. So if you want to hop on, uh, please go ahead and do so because you have 15 minutes before we cut this one off. Um, the next one's going to be at 9. I said 930. I'm going to change it to 9 o'clock. The next one's going to be at 9 o'clock, and um, we'll go from there. Let me see if anyone's requested yet, because I don't get any kind of sound effects. Nope, no one has requested to speak uh, quite yet. So, um, Robert, do you have any closing statements? Because we can close this one out early if no one wants to hop on and uh, discuss this further. But we're going to have another discussion after we've all had a chance to read all that documentation that we got uh, about this case. And then we can go in more in depth on this. But this is more, I guess, uh, um, the introduction to it. It just came out. We heard what they've been saying. We heard how Trump responded. Um, we're, we've seen evidence that they have lied, but it's all going to come out. Robert, you want to add anything before we shut this down? Uh, quite frankly, I just wish we had a president that would, and, and media that would actually fact check things rather than uh, uh, rather than uh, just blurt out whatever they want to. It's it's not right that people are making accusations towards an entire country. Uh, you're absolutely right that Russia would have uh, Russia if Putin really was the terrible guy that they're making him out to be. This this evil warmonger that wants to destroy the West. Uh, which, by the way, if you look at that map of NATO that I, I think I tagged you in it, how NATO's been expanding. I, I mean, I think both sides have legitimate concerns, and I think Ukraine would benefit to be neutral. But so, you know, but honestly, we just we need to be very careful talking about other countries because let's not forget there are Americans overseas that are going to be affected too by this because what what about what about say an American immigrant that's visiting his or her Russian family uh, because we have we have a lot we have immigrants from those countries and then what's going to happen to them if the U, when the U the Russian government gets pissed at the American media for lying about them, and then, and then they have no choice but to start taking it out on American citizens. We, we have to. Our politicians have to think of the bigger picture here. There's a lot more than their careers. And on that note, we're going to close it out. Um, We'll be back at 9 o'clock on this spot here. And after the next space, um, you know what? Honestly, we'll discuss we're, the next space. Let me discuss it really with last so y'all will um, have an understanding of what the next one is. Because I actually did not plan for this space at all today. The news broke out. I'm like, yes, we need to talk about this. But what I wanted to talk about today was the mental political party plantation.
Um, where do you think you land? Uh, do you think the Democrat or Republican Party cares about you or is going to save you? Um, let's talk about why. And it's an open discussion. And we can still bring up certain things um, because this is an engagement um, discussion. So we can still bring up what's going on with the Hillary, Trump, Russia. You can bring all those things. Um, and this next one is an open discussion. But we're going to be back here again at 9 o'clock. You guys like the sound. You like how it operated. Um, you guys got to play with the app a little bit and everything. Make sure you all share uh, this so people can come on and, and be a part of this. Because, I, like I said, I'm going to have my discussions. I'm going to talk for a bit. I'm going to talk way more on these, obviously, than I would probably spaces. But this is also a community where I want to hear from everyone as long as like we're on topic of the discussion that day. Or, you know, because normally I don't do two a day, but I, the main, you know, I had, we had to discuss this. And this is actually kind of important to the fact of the next conversation, because this really does speak volumes. Because if you think about how did the Republican Party um, truly react to this and how much they defend um, the lies or do not defend by being quiet, in a sense, you kind of defend the lie. So... That's what we're going to be popping up next. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to uh, close out with the intro out. So, um, by the way, it is a part of the Declaration of Independence. I want to embed it in your mind so when the time does come for us to really um, think of strategies and how we can take our country back, you remember that you have the right to do so. No one can ever call you a terrorist. No one can ever call you heathens or anything because we have the right to do so. So on that note, you guys are amazing. I am so grateful for everyone that stayed, who came here to listen today. And I would love for y'all to keep coming back. And as you can see, you guys can definitely have a voice on this platform as well. So I will see you guys again at 9 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. I have to remember to say that. <laughs> um, here we go. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such forms as to them shall see most likely to protect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations Pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism. It is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Connie the Dog. Don't be political property. Be afraid.